How's it going, everybody? This is me again, your host, Chewy, after the long break we took. <laughs> <laughs> so long. In between seasons. Uh, but yes, I want to welcome the listeners back for season two of our podcast. You might have noticed that we didn't actually take a break. <laughs> but that's because uh, we have already like figured some of the stuff out and I'm going to be out for a couple of days or maybe even a week because of my surgery that I mentioned. I don't want to make that a big deal. Hopefully everything will be okay. Uh, but in case I do need to take some time off, then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure something out. But anyways, uh, how are you feeling, Monica? I'm good. Very uh, good. <laughs> how do you feel about the things we have coming up for season two for the audience? I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think so, too. We're going to change a few things. Uh, number one, we'll be mentioning that we're going to try to, like, uh, maybe cut some of our episodes short, like today's, for example. Yeah. Uh, because we're not doing a film today. Mm-mm. We are doing something that, that the audience and Monica has been uh, clamoring since <laughs> a few <laughs> weeks already. Uh, so we're going to do a story, but uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, we're going to do like an urban legend from South America, correct? Yes. All right. So that's one of the things that we decided to work on. Instead of doing so many films and TV shows, we kind of uh, didn't really do much of this. Uh, maybe like the first couple episodes that you were on board, we touched on the, on the you know urban legends or folk legends. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of put that aside in the favor of films. But um, I, I think you guys are right. I mean, the audience and you, we do need to touch more on this type of uh, stuff because, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's in our name. Hello. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I do admit that I, I think it was mostly me that got carried away with this, this like, grand film analysis. You know, like, uh, I, I thought I was already, like, a massive YouTuber or something. Critic is what he thought. That's what it was. Yeah, I thought it was a movie critic, but uh, yeah, I mean, so we're gonna start doing this, and because of the nature of the content, I mean, we may not have uh, like a lot of it or, or whatever, but that doesn't mean the episode is gonna be necessarily a bad episode. Yeah, it's gonna be a different format. Uh, we are doing some other things. I mean, of course, the academic segment is gonna stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're doing one of those today, also, and we have something special planned for you, or I do. I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Because the story that we have is about a, a musical ghost. Yes. Uh, so I figured, well, I'm a musician, so why not incorporate some of that into our... <laughs> <laughs> Plug yourself in. <laughs> yeah, into our episode. I mean, buy my record. <clears throat> um, right. Uh, actually, I, I do have a, a, some music in, in the works, so hopefully that'll be out before the end of the year, and if not, early next year. But anyways, uh, I, I'll plug that when the time comes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Monica and I are really, really excited to bring you. Uh, it's gonna be a little bit of a different format, like we've dis- been discussing for the past few weeks. But uh, we're gonna try to also do more stuff, like for example, to the music. Mm-hmm. Maybe incorporate some drinking games on the road. Yeah, some trivia. <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what we'll do. Yeah, today it's it's a little early for drinking, but I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm twelve, so over here. No, it's not that early. It's you know, it's uh, it's actually acceptable to be drinking at this time. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's lunchtime. I mean. Yeah. Exactly. We could. It's because normally we record episodes on Friday nights. Today we're doing this on Thursday afternoonish. Uh, yeah. Again, because of, of different stuff. But, anyways, um, don't let that stop you or us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, reminder for our faithful fans, especially the ones in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna uh, stop saying that. I'm sorry. Like you're not gonna get over it. Neither am I. No, I mean, e- even if they never listen again, like that, that's gonna be like, our, our, you know, like, <laughs> sorry guys, you, you you unleashed the monster. You know. 
So, uh, good for you. Uh, <laughs> so, our Facebook is under Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. Uh, our Instagram is under Myths Behind LGDS. Our Twitter is same as the Instagram, Myths Behind LGDS. And then uh, Gmail is Myths Behind Legends at gmail.com. Okay, so uh, we do have also our, our link tree, which is basically a, con a collection of all of our links in one location. So, if you want to check that out, uh, it's not very. Um, worked on yet <laughs> I, I'm trying to still figure out what to put on there but uh, one of the things that I was going to talk to you about Monica is that I was thinking of doing like a blog Okay. Uh, where we can for example post some of these stories and people if they want to read them mm -hmm. uh, they can go in there and read them themselves uh, maybe even publish our own horror stories and why not I mean that'd be cool yeah <laughs> and then people can uh, slaughter us in their early <laughs> <laughs> with their literary criticism, but I mean, I, that's, that's one of the things that I thought about doing. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, we, the world is our oyster, my friend. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, without much further ado, uh, what are we doing today? What is the story that we're covering today, Monica? Today, we're going to be talking about El Silbon, aka the man who whistles. And this is an urban legend, I think, from you said South America. Yes, so uh, we'll be right back with that segment for you guys. Okay, Monica, like you mentioned, we're doing the legend of El Silbon, which is uh, popular in South America, especially in the areas of Colombia and Venezuela. Mm -hmm. So if uh, people aren't listening from us or, or to us from there, now is the time for them to start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should know this one. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you a question. What made you pick this legend? Because you picked this one up. Yes. So, um, well... I, I just I just wanted something like a little creepy, like weird, um, in the spirit of Halloween since we're we're getting close to it. And um, I saw this one online and I thought it was, I mean, pretty trippy. It's like really, I guess in a way it's gruesome. So I, that's why I liked it. <laughs> cool. Um, there are many different versions of the story, by the way. I mean, just like any other folk legend, I think every region or, or country that tells a, a legend of this kind kind of changes some stuff here and there yeah uh when i was looking this up i found about maybe at least four or five different versions mm -hmm. uh but today we're gonna read the one that we picked uh that we thought was a, the i guess our favorite out of all of those and if you don't mind me uh <clears throat> i'm gonna <laughs> go into my 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 uh audio Narrate. yeah <laughs> into my <laughs> audiobook mode here and uh i'm gonna read the the story for you Mm -hmm. So, uh, the story goes like this, and uh, I'm going to try to do some uh, voice acting here. Nah, nah, okay. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm just going to read it because I'm not really a voice actor, but I mean, anyways. Let's see what you got. Come on. The story of El Silbon, or The Man Who Whistles, and we found this in creepypastafandom.com. Mm -hmm. Alright, so here it goes. When I was a little kid, my mother would tell me about El Silbon or the man who whistles in English. The legend of El Silbon varies from person to person, but this is the version that I grew up with, and personally the one that I find the most frightening. 
There once was a boy who lived happily with his mother, father and grandfather in Los Llanos, which is a region in Venezuela. They lived a simple life of farming. However, the boy the parents had raised was a very spoiled child. He would not eat certain foods and would cry out until his parents pleased him. One day, the boy asked his father to hunt deer for them to eat, as deer was his favorite. The father decided to please his son and hunted deer for him to eat. Sadly, after hours of searching, he failed to return with anything. Ever so hungry, upon seeing that his father had returned empty-handed, he took his father's hunting knife and killed him with it. At that moment, the mother and the grandfather rushed inside, only to find the boy standing over his father's corpse. As the mother cried for her husband, the grandfather took it upon himself to punish the boy. First, he tied the boy to a tree and with a whip, he struck his back repeatedly until he bled. Then he would squeeze lemons on his back. And finally, he gave him a sack filled with his father's remains and cast them away into the plains to carry them as he set the dogs after him. But before he unleashed the dogs, as the boy walked away, his grandfather cursed him. Eso no se le hace a su padre. Maldito eres para toda la vida. Which translates into you should not have done that to your father. You will be damned for the rest of your life. His grandfather yelled as he released his grip on ropes and freed the dogs. As the dogs chased him, the boy whistled in a very distinct manner, following the traditional musical scale, until the dogs finally caught up to him. And so, the boy was cursed, left to wander the plains, bringing death to anyone whom he may happen to cross. Unlike other urban legends of my country, El Silvón does not pursue a specific brand of victims. He is regarded as an omen of death for anyone who wanders the plains at night. He would follow his victims, first from afar, until gradually catching up to them. He is tricky, for at first you will hear his whistling coming very close, prompting you to run away. And as you hear the whistling fade in the distance, you feel relief, as you think this means you are safe. But in reality, the further the whistle, the closer he is. He will have an old farming hat. He will be very skinny. But what will set him apart is that he will be carrying a large sack with clicks and clacks as he walks. Some say that inside the sack are the bones of his latest victims. But more likely, they are the bones of his father, which he is destined to carry forever. Ooh! <laughs> 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 so that that is a pretty gruesome story. I mean, uh, it kind of it's a cautionary tale, I guess. For one, not to spoil your kids to little brats, and don't kill your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and don't don't especially yeah, don't kill your parents because then your grandparents will put a curse on you. Yeah, and and like this reminds me of like so when when I was looking for stories, I was looking for Wendy Wendigos, uh-huh. um, and I had heard similar like things about like the whistling or calling out names, and then you're basically supposed to ignore them so this kind of reminded me of that which is why it piqued my interest uh-huh you know honestly i had never heard of this legend mm-hmm. um it kind of reminds me a little bit of el cucuy in the sense that el cucuy which is like uh, one of our, our folk legends at least in mexico i don't know if they have this also in south america uh-huh uh but el cucuy is, is a man that has a sack Mm-hmm. Uh, that walks around and what he does is that he takes evil kids or, or kids that are spoiled or, or you know uh, he takes them away from their families and they're never seen again 
right? Yeah. So in a sense, like, that kind of, for some reason, reminded me of, of that story uh, because this guy, Silvon, also carries a sack of, of you know, of bones, I guess, in this in this version. Yeah. And he, like, uh, walks around, and according to this version of the legend, he doesn't pick specific victims. Some of the other versions that I found, though, he does pick specific victims uh, because of the origins are a little different. Uh-huh. So he may pick people that are, like, drunks uh, or men that are womanizer or that beat their spouses, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so, again, depending on, on, on which version is, is the one that you read is the kind of victim that this guy would choose. Okay. Uh, so... Did you find anything about any ways to, to keep him out or, or or to keep him away from you? I didn't. I don't. Did you? I found in, in one of the stories I found because this one mentions that the, the dogs chase him, right? Yeah. Uh, so and and some of the versions that I found, it's mentioned that if you have a dog in your house, then he won't come near you. Okay. Because he's like super afraid of dogs since the dogs ate him and, or killed him, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes so sense. That's, yeah, that's one of the things that you can. Uh, have around to keep him away mm -hmm. uh, and then I found something uh, about prayer like if you pray like if, if you hear the whistling like uh, moving away because that's when you know he's getting close to you yeah if you hear the whistling and you notice that it's like, like it's fading away then it's time for you to start praying and, and if you pray the I think it was the Our Father prayer uh, that'll keep him away as well so I mean I don't know that that's one of the things that I found in, in one of the versions but uh, I think this is a very interesting character because uh, do you think he was evil to begin with? I mean, yeah, if he was gonna murder his dad, like he must have had some kind of like like mental issues or something or like you know how they say like when there's children who have these tendencies to murder animals and stuff and and that's like one of the signs of uh, that you're like that it could, could be like a, it could turn into a serial killer. Mm -hmm or like a murder or whatever maybe that's what this kid had like you know if, if we're looking at it realistically like maybe he like already had these like tendencies and they were developing and that's why he killed his father i think so because in the well this is like one of the i guess lesser gruesome versions <laughs> because there's, there's one where, where um he kills his father and he has his mom cook him, right? Or something like that. Oh, yeah. and Okay, yeah. So I saw that one in another, in another uh, website, too, where... So he kills his dad and brings home the meat, like, I'm using air quotes, and she gives it to, like, his mom, or he gives it to his mom to cook for dinner, but then I don't know if she fi figures out that it's actually human uh, remains because of, like, the guts or the entrails or something like that, right? And she realizes that it's actually, or or does she tell him, or does he tell her like, hey, we're eating dad or something like? Uh, I think in in that version, uh, she figures it out and she asks him, and that's when he tells her. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it, it's it's you know, it's my dad's meat, whatever. Like, and catch yeah. me. <laughs> like, is there like a version where like they're already eating and then he tells her, hey, we just ate our freaking dad? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, not, not at least. I mean, not, maybe that's one of the versions that they tell each other down there but at least the ones that I found no it's when she realizes because she's cooking the meat and it doesn't cook the same way or something yeah or I guess she might have tried a piece and it was like different I don't know yeah uh, and that's when she confronts him and says hey where's your father like what is this and he's like oh yeah that's, that's my dad's body that I brought for you to cook for us whatever gross <laughs> that's pretty disgusting I mean like, <laughs> like, like 
hints of cannibalism in this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's one of the things that you should not do. <laughs> <laughs> not condone cannibalism or yes. murdering your parents. Jesus. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what catches my attention is, is why would he turn to Winston? Do you think he went insane, or like was he trying to keep the dogs away, or like what do you think? I mean, it's weird. Like when you whistle, it's when you're calling your dogs over. You know, like they're gonna follow you if you're whistling because they're attracted to the sound. Like I don't, I don't, I don't really get the whistling part. It's a little confusing for me, I guess. Me either. I mean, I really don't understand why he would do that because, like you mentioned, this uh, whistling. I mean, dogs hear it, so they tend to try to find the source of that noise. Yeah. For the most part, especially I mean, the dog whistles. You know, that only they can hear. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I thought it was pretty interesting that, that he turned to music in his final hour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he knew the 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 dogs were gonna eat him. Because why else would the grandpa like sick the dogs on him? Right. Exactly. Like they're not gonna like carry him back. You know, like that's <laughs> really weird. It's like I don't I don't understand that part. It's like, well, did he do it to like get them to? eat him faster, attack him faster, just like rush the process, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> uh, and then it mentions that it's a boy, but in the apparition version of him, uh, he seems to be a man already. Yeah, so that also doesn't make sense, like why is he a man if he never grew? And honestly, like, a boy would be way creepier than seeing a whistling man, you know, like, yeah. you assume a child is innocent. And when they're like, you know, savage like this little kid, like that's really scary. I mean, that's why I think like movies with with possessed kids or like evil kids scare me even more because you don't want to kill a little kid, you know, you don't want to harm a child, and yeah. like they can harm you. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a lot more because it doesn't. It's not just about like the fear of what they are, like the evil. It's also like they make you vulnerable because they're children. You know, like. Uh -huh. I don't know. I don't get that part either. How did he grow? He's a ghost. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, unless they mean boy in the sense that he's like a teenager, like like 15 or, or 16. I mean, because some... Have you seen some of those kids? They look like 45-year-old guys already. Yeah, like grown men. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that would make sense as to how, like, where, uh, how he was able to even kill his father because he had to have some type of strength, you know? A child can't really... Well, I mean, they have the advantage of surprise, but uh, yeah. That makes more sense. Uh, because in one of the versions, or actually in two different ones that I found out, one version, he's already like like a teenager, like 15, 16, and he's got like a little girlfriend action going on. So uh, in one of those, the father doesn't like the family that that girl comes from. Mm. So he, he kills the, the, the girl in front mm -hmm. of, the, of the, the boy, you know? Uh-huh. And then, uh, so he gets revenge by, by stabbing him with like a pitchfork or something. Whoa. Uh, actually, I, I'll send you the link because I, I found it on YouTube. It's like a little animated short. It's like two, three minutes. Uh-huh. I mean, it's in Spanish, so if you guys don't understand Spanish, I mean... Uh, Hi, titles. You're good. <laughs> you can still catch the the, the, the point of it or, or the main idea because, you know, uh, that's one of the things that I found. And then the other one that I found was that he, like, the, the father would beat up his mother. Okay. And that's why he killed him, you know? Mm -hmm. And that is why he would pick drunks and, and like abusers as his targets like his dad yeah. yeah in those versions because he's still trying to avenge his mom for, for you know for, for that reason but 
the way that he becomes the El Silvón is the same in pretty much all of them. The grandpa is the one that kind of takes just in his justice in his own hands and, and you know has this guy whipped and then eaten by a pack of dogs, you know? Dude, he even put lime on him. Like he got the meat prepared for limones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he marinated that for those dogs. I mean, <laughs> I mean if you ever barbecue Mexican style, uh, I tend to marinate like my, my my meat with some lemon or lime. Yeah. A little bit, and even if I if I don't do that, I'll add it when I'm eating it after the fact. You know. Yeah. Same. Me too. Yeah. Mas faltan los días. That's it. <laughs> Some pico de gallo, you know, yeah, guacamole, salsita, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Still oh, getting hungry. <laughs> Dude, no kidding. I haven't eaten anything. I, well, I had some oatmeal earlier. Ugh, I don't know yeah. what what got into me, but anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, just real quick. I mean, we're not gonna do a know that enemy segment for today, but we're like, what what uh rating do you give this guy? Do you give this guy? Sorry, on the scare meter. Um, I mean, I would say like. Let's go with like a seven or eight. I mean, it's pretty creepy. Like imagine walking in the dark, like, and you know, let's say you're, I mean, who walks in the dark nowadays? Like, <laughs> no, there's <laughs> everyone has cars, but like, imagine you're like coming home from your friend's house or whatever. You're like a teenager and you hear a whistling sound. Like that's pretty creepy. Like I'd freak out. So yeah, like a seven. Yeah. I think I'll this guy maybe like a six. Okay. Uh, because yeah, he is creepy, but like like you said, I mean the the chances of you running into something like this w would be like significantly less because of what you just said. Nobody mm -hmm. walks anymore. Yeah. Especially like in the middle of nowhere. I mean, unless you're stranded, you know. <laughs> or you live in a rural rural area, like let's say you work in, you live in a rancho or whatever. That's more like probably more common. Uh huh. Yeah. So so I guess we'll average out to a six and a seven. Thirteen divided by two is a six point five. And he just did this all in his head. I wouldn't have been able to do that because I hate math. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I went to college, so. So did I. <laughs> but I, I wasn't good at math either way. I felt algebra like three times. Uh, it's okay, man. Nobody's perfect, my friend. True, true. I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was The Legend of El Silvón. We hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, like we mentioned, we're going to be doing more content similar to this in the future. Uh, along with our traditional film reviews and analysis mm -hmm. and uh, whatever else comes our way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to move on to the next segment, which will be the academic segment of, of uh, today's podcast. And we'll catch you on that one. Okay, Monica, so one of the things that uh, we're probably going to keep the same for a while, if I think perpetually, uh, <laughs> as long as this, this podcast carries on, will be the academic segment, because that highlights my intelligence. Of course. <laughs> Not so much my intelligence, but just my, my ability to do research. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I don't know these things out of hand. I, I look them up on the internet or, or any other source that I have. I have books, by the way, that I've used before. What are books? I know, right? <laughs> some, I, I don't know, some relics of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't used the book in a while, but uh, I did use them in episode one. If you want to have a, a way to go fall asleep like immediately, that that's 
<laughs> Go to episode for that. Episode yeah. one, because that's when I was by myself and I was just kind of reading stuff out of books. So, anyways, uh, I figured since we're dealing with a curse in this story, like I mean, the the bo the boy or the Silvon mm -hmm. was cursed by his grandpa. I thought, well, what is a curse? Do I know what a curse is? Does the audience know what a curse is? Mm -hmm. So, what do you think a curse is, my friend? I mean. A curse is a curse. Like you, you <laughs> when you're cursed by someone, you basically have a really bad time afterwards. That's what a curse is. Thank you, Monica, for the uh, amazingly in-depth explanation. <laughs> I like to call it simplification. You know, yeah. no, the, the kiss principle. <laughs> the keep it simple, stupid. Uh, <laughs> curse well, is a curse. A curse is a curse, yeah. I mean, just like, I guess, you know, a burger is a burger. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, unless you serve it in, in, in uh, like, traditional bread, not the hamburger bun, then what is that? Is that a burger still? Right. I mean, a burger is a burger. <laughs> the are the same. Bread, meats, and yeah. veggies. We're good. Yeah. Such are the mysteries of life. So that was the academic segment. Ad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, okay, so basically I, I looked up into what a curse was and I found a whole bunch of dictionary meanings, but I was like, eh, you know. So I, I found this page, which, is, it's, uh, which I'm sorry, it's called learnreligions.com. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, what they d define or what they say a curse is, is, <laughs> check it out. A curse is the opposite of a blessing. I thought that was a ghost. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost screamed. Wow. <laughs> you should have, for a fact. Like, Julie, watch out. I know, so, somebody's behind me, guys. Yeah, it's, it's, uh... <laughs> we, we had an intruder, which you guys would not be able to see, but... <laughs> alert, alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. so, uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. A, you're gonna be like what? what 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 just happened but i mean that, that'll be a, a mystery yes uh, left unidentified <laughs> uh <laughs> we should probably do this like video format sometime like do like do like okay. an entire like an entire episode in video format yeah i've been telling you i uh, i i suggested this earlier in the previous episodes so yes you did and, and that's something that i do want to take into account eventually i gotta right. uh, i gotta find a way to record the screens Okay. Uh, but uh, once I figure that out, we'll discuss that, my friend. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> so yes, according to this page, a curse is the opposite of a blessing. Mm -hmm. uh, which and they they go a little bit more into depth than, than you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they say, well, a blessing is is a, a pronouncement or, or a saying of good fortune, uh, but a curse is a pronouncement of ill fortune because it opposes God's plans, quote unquote. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, God himself has cursed whole nations because they go against his will. I mean, namely, I, I, I'm a little rusty, but I, I want to think they're speaking about like when, when God cursed like Egypt because they had the, the slaves, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm a little bit rusty in all this and I apologize because I'm not trying to offend anybody. But my, my recollection is that at some point, uh, the Egy Egyptian Pharaoh had like all these slaves that were like most of his people. And uh, so God cursed them, and they had all these plagues in Egypt, like locusts and, and you know, fires and tornadoes and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, 
because he the pharaoh was imprisoning the people that followed god you know yeah at least it's the way that i remember sunday school generally uh cursing can be found in different religious traditions around the world not just the christian tradition mm -hmm. uh the content of the curses can be different depending on, on what the nature of the curse is. I mean, it can be something uh, to bring harassment of enemies, to bring forth uh, some sort of moral teaching to them. Uh, maybe the person that curses uh, or that places the curse wants to protect a place or an object and so forth. So I guess like like the curse of the mummy. Okay. Right, we're, we're again going back to pharaohs where they like you know they're buried with, like all with all their gold and treasure and everything and, and they curse their tomb you know inside the pyramid so that nobody can steal this stuff right. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, also the topic in a lot of movies like the Mummy. Yes. Where uh, they find the Book of the Dead and they read it and that's when all like the curses start happening. Uh, so basically, uh, a curse is something that that. Uh, Again, it's not exclusive to the Christian theology, but I guess the main one in, in, in this type of religion or, or following is that Adam and Eve were cursed by God for their disobedience. Mm -hmm. So uh, he's like, hey, uh, there's this apple tree. Just don't go near it. Don't touch it. And what are they? <laughs> <laughs> of course, the first thing they do is they go eat and have themselves some apple pie or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the behest of the snake, the devil, of course. I mean, this is just, you know, some, some basic Christian uh, stories, I guess you want to call them, from the Bible. Uh, yeah. So, because of Adam and Eve and their disobedience, that is why the entire human race is cursed with original sin, and we can't live in the Garden of Eden. So, thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, you, <laughs> you, you managed to get us kicked out of, of paradise. Um, so... Um, Last thing I'll say about this, you know, that I found in this webpage is that a curse is not something that is issued by somebody with power in the sense that they, they talk about it, uh, military, political or physical power. Uh, usually it's something that uh, in the case of a person, like not in the case of like when God cursed, you know, the entire nation of Egypt. Mm -hmm. But in the case of a person, it's, it's somebody that usually uh, has no way to exert any sort of power over anybody like i mentioned like either militarily politically or physically so mm -hmm. basically it, it's somebody that's weaker than than somebody else and they find a way to exert power via this curse right okay uh i don't know what you think about that i mean it's interesting because i mean you would think that somebody who curses people or hexes people has some type of power like obviously not like <clears throat> like uh physical more like you uh, know magical or uh spiritual power I mean, maybe because um i keep bringing back the story of when i was cursed <laughs> yeah. uh quote unquote i mean because uh like i mentioned earlier and and if you're the first time listener this is the first time you guys hear the story but mm -hmm. uh, about 10 years ago i, I was reportedly or supposedly the the victim of a curse by a, a disgruntled ex-girlfriend mm -hmm. uh, i can't blame if you know if she wants me uh. i just had a customer let's just say that <laughs> <laughs> well she was satisfied until i, I told her I, I didn't want to see her anymore but anyways yeah, i think uh and then she became very dissatisfied <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but anyways, uh, so the story is that I, I was sick, I went to doctors, I went to hospitals, they did all these medical things on me, like tests and everything, and I was fine, perfect health. But physically, I felt really ill, I was throwing up anything that I would eat, even water, I felt like throwing it up. Yeah. So for a couple of weeks, I was having like a lot of trouble eating, uh, sleeping, I had horrible nightmares. And uh, so this person, again, supposedly uh, took it upon themselves to go to a witch doctor or somebody. And curse me. And the way that I found that out is when my grandma took me to this lady that she knows, and, and that lady did her thing. And, and you know, pretty much immediately after like an hour or two of, of her doing that, I was back to perfect health. Yeah. You know. So so um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's one of those things that, that, like you say, somebody. I mean, maybe not her specifically, but the person that she went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was that effective, I mean, they must have some sort of, of power <laughs> over yeah. like dark forces, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say this is like 100% true, but I mean, it's something that I went through and something that I lived and, and experienced and I can't find an explanation. Yeah. Because the first thing you would say is, well, go to a doctor. Maybe you just like have some sickness or something. And now, I mean, they, they did everything. They did blood work. They scanned for drugs. They did a brain scan, you know, make sure I don't have any tumors on me, you know. Yeah. Uh, so the works, I mean, I got everything and, and nothing was wrong. There was no any, any, like no anomalies. There was no drugs in my system. There was everything, like everything was fine with me. No infections, nothing. And as soon as this person did her thing, you know, with her little like herbs and candles and everything. And just <laughs> like that, my friend. So uh, beware of disgruntled ex-orphans, guys, especially if you're Hispanic. Yes. <laughs> Monica's like I don't need no witchcraft to get my man. I've heard stories. Uh, I don't, but I've heard stories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, having said all of this, that was the academic segment of, of our podcast for today. Uh, any final thoughts you might have on this topic, Monica? Before we move on. Um. No. I mean, apparently now we know that uh, you don't have to have a lot of, I guess power to be to have power to curse people <laughs> oh that's interesting it's something new I, yeah, yeah i mean i i guess they mean like power in the traditional sense or in the way that makes sense you know like like yeah like politically physically like if you're like stronger than somebody then i don't think you need a curse to like control right. them, you know mm-hmm. uh but in this case it may be something again that's that's uh, disgruntled or somebody that perceives themselves as, as being weaker yeah. So they try to find power through alternate means, in this case, dark forces, you know? Mm-hmm. Makes me think, uh, the grandpa, was he like a witch doctor or something? Like, how does he curse someone like that? Maybe he just channeled his rage, you know? And that's how the... There was an energy type of power that he used to curse his grandson. Because the boy's father is the grandpa's son. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So the boy killed the older man's son. So in, in essence, I mean, yeah, I guess you might be right. You know, some sort of like rage-induced uh, paranormal activity happened. Mm-hmm. You know, so. All right. Anyways, uh, we're going to move on to the special segment that I have planned for you guys today. Uh, <laughs> so stick around for that. Alright, so we're back with a special segment for today, which is another one of 
the things that we want to try out. We want to try to add like little different uh, types of content for you guys. You know, uh, whether it was exploring a, a ghost app mm -hmm. uh, to see what they told us, uh, trying to read the tarot cards and, and everything. Uh, but today we're gonna a little bit more more uh, down to earth uh, <laughs> because uh, we have ourselves a musical ghost in the story the silvon you know he whistles a melody when he is trying to find his victim and i figured well i play music so <laughs> why not incorporate some of that into our podcast right i mean because why not okay. all right so do you have any musical knowledge monica as far as any like technical stuff i mean like, no how... I, mean, i was in orchestra when i was in <clears throat> middle school all the way through high school i was in choir when i was in elementary but like that's and i sing in the car you know like to myself <laughs> that's the extent of my, of my musical knowledge so yeah so do you, do you still know how to play your instrument or, or no you haven't played in a while? yeah well i haven't played in like 10 years so i would have to I, i actually got i have an electrical um electric violin that i'm trying to like relearn how to play because uh -huh. <laughs> Um, our friend, our friend Edgar, uh, he was supposed to bring it from my, my actual violin that I had since I was in sixth grade uh -huh. or seventh grade. He, he was supposed to bring it from Texas and unfortunately it got stolen. So um, I bought an electric one just to try it out because I've always been curious just to see and to replace my old one, right? Um, <clears throat> so I think maybe with a couple of videos I might get it back like because I know how to use it. I just don't remember how to read music. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sad to uh, have brought that topic back up, my friend, about your violin being stolen. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I'm over it. You know, like it's some person somewhere has this violin and is enjoying the crap out of it. So let's just hope that it's in a better place now. <laughs> yeah, because it has like your musical vibes in it. So I, I want to think that they're creating some like really badass music with it right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um,. Uh, Basically, the the Silvon, uh, he whistles a melody when when he, like again, stalks his victims. And I, I, according to the legend, it's just a basic C major scale. Okay. Now I'm not gonna go too much into depth as to what you know a major scale is, whatever, whatever. But I, I am gonna like describe real quick. Uh, basically, the as as I read in the story. The, the melody would be something like this and it may not be the right pitch whatever but I mean in, in essence he goes higher up to a certain note and then from that note he goes an octave lower apparently which means that the notes get lower <laughs> I, I'm learning from your explanation style nice. uh, lower notes are lower <laughs> so anyways uh, basically this would be the, the first note right that's a C note right there So if we go according to the story, he would go something like this. That's a very happy sounding melody, isn't it? Yeah, actually it kind of, it, it sounds like you're about to sing a, like, a corrido or something. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny you say that. Anyways, uh, let, let me play that again, because basically a major skill, I, I, touch upon this briefly again in episode one where I mentioned that I was a musician and I, I like you know music major scales are traditionally associated with like happier moods uh -huh. so a song for example like Mbop by Hansen yeah it's like a really upbeat happy happy sounding song I mean that that's probably written in a major scale 
Mm-hmm. They might throw in a couple of minor chords here and there, but in general, the 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 musical background of that is it's gonna be based off a major scale. So let me play that melody again. Okay. So. So that would be the C, D, E, F, G, and then G, A, B. Okay. Something like that. Uh, now, again, without going too much into the actual theory of this, I'm going to play the scale in chord versions because uh, different notes in the scale are, are supposed to represent minor chords in the scale. So basically, this is what a C major chord sounds like. Right? That's a C major chord. So then, uh, the way the, the scale is written, the first chord is major, like this. Second chord will be a D minor, which sounds like this. Third chord will be an E minor, which sounds like this. Then we move on to an F major, which was like this. Then we go to a G major, which sounds like this. Then that will move on to an A minor, which sounds like this. And then the, the freak of the scale, which is the, the B diminished chord, which sounds like this. And then we go back to our C major again. You know, wow! <laughs> so uh, again, I'm not gonna explain why that is because there's a lot of people that can do that for you. But basically, that that'll be the order of the chords in the scale. You know, uh, major, minor, minor, major, major, minor, diminished, and then go back to the the first uh, chord. So I figured, well. Let me try to write a, a song based on this. I'm not going to sing for you guys <laughs> because I, I don't have that great of a singing voice. I, I can sing karaoke after a couple of uh, vodka sodas, you know, <laughs> when I get some courage. But but um, so well, before I do that, like what, what what do you make of that little music lesson, Monica? It's cool. Um, <laughs> now, I, I'm, now I'm just thinking about the, the Silbon guy kind of like walking around in like a rancho like with his little hat you know and his guitar like playing music <laughs> the like intention to murder and it's like cool but also creepy at the same time i don't know that's somebody should turn that into a movie if it hasn't already been done so i'm just saying uh there is a movie i forgot to mention on youtube i think it's like a like a fan project or something like it's not like an actual movie studio deal Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it because it's. I think it's like an hour and twenty minutes long, and I, I was gonna try to see it, but I, you know I got caught up in other stuff. Uh, I might see it after we're done recording this. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, okay. Because I, I kind of skimmed through it and it looks like homemade quality. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean I I don't know if you guys want to find it. It's on YouTube actually. It, it's on on YouTube, and I just type El Silbon movie. Uh huh. Or, or, or something like that, and it comes. It's in Spanish though. So again, if you guys don't understand Spanish, I mean you might as well. Uh, try to find the subtitles i mean they might be available i didn't check for that yeah uh and if not i mean just watch it i mean why not <laughs> even without subtitles so um 
maybe he he whistles that happy melody because it makes you feel comfortable. Maybe, yeah. Like, that makes kinda, sense. It kind of like, like yeah, yeah, like draws the victim to him. Like, oh, what, what is that happy sounding music? Let me go check that out. And <laughs> then you're dead. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> how does he kill the people? By the way, like does it, does it mention like his preferred method of? of uh, I don't think he does, but I would imagine they're dismembered like he did his dad. More than likely, right? probably with a knife or something. Or a heart attack, like. <laughs> <laughs> Just from the fright of seeing this like supernatural Here. entity walking towards you. Mm-hmm. In the dark, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. Uh, I've often wondered how people would react to like a real-life supernatural phenomenon. Like, even people that say like, ah, that doesn't scare me. Like, I mean, I think most of us would freak out like... Yes, because it's something weird and you're not expecting it. So it's like unexplainable, unexpected. I mean, even, I mean, I believe in supernatural stuff. And if I saw a ghost, I'd still freak out. Like, I know, uh, like, I have an idea of, like, which ones are the good ones, which ones are the bad ones. But even if it was a good ghost, I'd still freak the hell out. So, (laughs) yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, I think I would freak out too if I'm like, visiting somebody's house and I see a ghost just kind of hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, so, uh, like the one that just appeared before me a few minutes ago? Exactly. <laughs> That's the actual person, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you thought it was a ghost for a minute. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Alright, so uh, I'm going to play for you what is the demo version of this, which I called, uh, you know, uh, I am going to label as The Ballad of El Silvón. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna play like the the rough sketch that I have of this, and then uh, when I'm finished or when I'm editing the video, I'll record like an actual song, like an actual again with no singing, just music. Okay. Uh, but I'll, I'll try to make it like you know, kind of uh, a little bit more of a finished product version. But this is kind of like the basic stuff that I was thinking about. Okay. Uh, and you know, hopefully I can get some somewhere from this. But uh, so I think it started like this. <laughs> Something like that, and I'll, I'll work on it a little more, and I'll make it like a two-three minute little uh, jingle for us to enjoy. Uh. Cool. I, I like that. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I was kind of working on that, like you know, a few minutes before we started recording. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll take that structure and then kind of work on something a little bit more final, which you will enjoy after this segment is, is finished. Uh, but basically, just before we wrap this up, I want to explain. I'm using the chords of that scale. Okay. Like I'm using the pretty much every chord from that scale that, that we talked about, the C major, which is the one that El Silvón prefers to whistle. Yeah. So I didn't go in order specifically because that, that that tends to sound a little dull when you write a, a piece of music. 
mm-hmm. and you go in order like that, like like first chord, second chord, third chord, like it, it kind of sounds a little weird. I mean, you can if, if you want to, but uh, typically songs are written like with the chords out of order, like you know. Okay. So, so again, I'm not gonna explain the theory, but but that kind of lends itself to more interesting musical passages, you know. Mm-hmm. So having said all that, you know that was the demo version of uh, the Ballad of El Cid One, and <laughs> after this segment is over, you're gonna get to hear the final version. So stick around for that. Okay, so I want to thank everyone that made it all the way to the end of this, the first episode of Season 2 of Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends, your podcast for all your horror needs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how do you feel about today's episode, Monica? Do you feel it's a nice change of pace? Do you... Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's it's good. I think I think uh, we got, you know, straight to the point. It was had a little bit of uh extras in there it was pretty cool so yeah i think i think this is a good format that we should definitely keep up with i think so i mean and like we've been talking about how we would incorporate some of the suggestions that we got from our audience and and that's what we're doing i mean because they mentioned that it was too much uh going too much in depth about the movie or, or or maybe not having content that was like i mean 
they weren't calling us boring per se, <laughs> but they were saying like, hey, you guys can can sprinkle different stuff, you know, music or, or stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, because I'm a musician, so why not? Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that we are heading in a positive direction. Uh, I want to thank everyone that has been a faithful listener since day one or whichever episode you just started listening to us. That's awesome. If it is the first time you listen to us, thank you very much. Uh, please do share our podcast with people around you, especially if you are in a different continent. Ireland peeps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing you the, the metal horns right now because I love you guys. <laughs> if you're still there, thank you. Reach out to us, by the way. If you're still out there, you know, people in Canada, the UK that I mentioned were listening to us. Uh, even if you only heard one episode, I mean, shame on you. Ah. <laughs> no, but I'm kidding. If you're out there somewhere, I mean, anywhere, just reach out to us. Don't be afraid. We'll, we'll listen to you. We'll talk to you. Uh, anything you want to share with us as far as stories or comments or, or anything like that that we uh, that you think we might be able to incorporate into our podcast, I mean, this is proof that we are doing that for the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you have any shout-outs for today, Monica? No. I mean, just everybody who's currently listening keep listening share like you said with your friends bring us more listeners but yeah <laughs> yes by all means uh do share our link on anchor uh, uh we do have that available online basically you can hear every episode in any sequence you want to listen to it uh if you don't like the anchor format on that page you can see the podcast outlets that we're available on we're available on spotify and i, I want to say about four or five other ones maybe that I don't think I've mentioned by name. <laughs> but uh, I think one of them has been giving us a, a little bit of a chunk of listeners. So I, I need to look into which one that is and give them a shout out because I haven't mentioned them by name. Uh, like I mentioned, the people in, in Ireland, you guys are awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, I, I should stop that soon. But nah. Uh, <laughs> I won't, I won't because you guys are awesome. Uh, so reminder for our audience uh, again social media we are on facebook under exploring the myths behind the legends uh on the instagram we are under myths behind lgds on twitter it's myths behind lgds and our gmail is myths behind legends at gmail.com cool uh i, I do want to remind the audience that we have the link tree and, and that's basically like again all our links in one location um we also have the YouTube horror music playlist, which as of today, I think it's at about 85 songs. Nice. <laughs> so uh, if you want to give us any more ideas, anything that you feel uh, we might have forgotten to include in there, uh, we got a whole bunch of heavy metal songs in there. We got a whole bunch of uh, video game themes, like soundtrack from Resident Evil games. Uh, we have uh, movie soundtrack themes also, like from The Exorcist, Halloween, etc. Uh, feel free to browse that playlist and, and reach out to us if you feel like we need to include something else. Uh, and also, Monica, just a reminder for us that uh, we have a blog to work on and, and maybe we'll publish some stuff in there soon. I, I kind of already have like a little skeleton outline of that. Uh, nice. I have a story that I that I am working on, so maybe that'll be published under. Uh, I might even venture into reading that like i read this legend today nice <laughs> so uh, how about the hint for our next episode you have that for us don't you yeah so for the next episode we're going to discuss this um 
you know, it's about a little, a very, very creepy teddy bear, basically. Um, and yeah, stay tuned for that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you say anything more, you're going to like reveal what, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, let's just leave it at that. It's a creepy teddy bear. It's going to be interesting. So that was perfect. And and the words, uh, and the style of, of Monica, I want to say that a creepy teddy bear is creepy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, having said all that, I want to thank you guys once again for listening to us, sticking around for this episode. Uh, do let us know about the change of formats. I mean, we're not doing anything that's too crazy, but yeah, if you want us to incorporate anything different, uh, any any ideas you might have, like I mentioned, we might have some we might have some drinking games for <laughs> for us yeah. in the future. Because I don't, I mean, unless the audience wants to participate, and I mean, in, in their homes, mm-hmm. and that'll be up to them. But uh, I think for us, it's gonna be. A <laughs> Quite, quite a bit of a fun ride, Monica. So, uh, yes, having said all that, I want to wish you guys a great evening, morning, night. Uh, hopefully not played by nightmares. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.